Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's get physical! Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk Window 71 and live streaming around the planet at MyTalkWindow71.com. Hi! I'm Jason Matheson, <laughs> and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to open up her first totally nude lawn mowing service. Whoa. Queen of the grass, Alexis Thompson. <laughs> Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Dama Clay. Good morning. And good morning to King of the Grass, Kenny. <laughs> Morning, dude. <laughs> and good morning, all of you, on this Wednesday, May 20th, 2020. Coming up on 603. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to midweek. We're just a hop, skip, and a jump from the holiday weekend. Welcome to National Juice Slush Day. Welcome to National Be a Millionaire Day. Welcome to National Pick Strawberries Day. Welcome to National Quiche Lorraine Day. Welcome to National. Rescue Dog Day, and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? Oh, Alexis, how is that Italian roast today? Ah, yes, it is divine as oh, usual. Yeah. It's nice and hot. Necessary, mm-hmm. very, very, very good. Very, very. Is it a tall cup today? The tall oh, glass. Yeah. I got the biggest mug in the cabinet. <laughs> I love it. Don McLean. Yes. Um, I love this tea. It is my new vanilla caramel oh. chai decaf oh. tea, and it's so the perfect temperature in my mug here. It's uh, creative, decisive, and diplomatic. It's fantastic. <laughs> Kenny, how would you describe your coffee? Strawberry flavored coffee this morning in honor of the day. Oh, oh, like strawberry quick. I used to like that crap when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like strawberry quick? No. Oh, oh, don't be judgy. You drank tang. You drank tang. tang. I love tang. Yes. No, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I, yeah, thanks, Kenny. See? Mm hmm. (laughs) Nasty tang. That stuff removes rust if you use it on, uh, on, yeah. Tang. Who thought that was a good idea? And they gave that crap to the astronauts. Yeah, that's what the made astronauts it so great. I mean, shouldn't yeah. we be giving them the America's best and we're giving the astronauts Tang? And if you're young, you don't know what Tang is. It's this fake orange crap, like crystals. It's like a, a instant coffee, like Sanka. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, who think that's a good idea? 
but uh, it but tastes it, like floor dry. Oh, my awful. grandma used to on her lazy Susan. She had a lazy Susan on her big uh, kitchen table. Yeah, that I used to play with as a kid. My mom's don't don't spend that too fast. Um, but she used to have her Sanka ready to go. She just did. Uh, grandma loved the Sanka. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I can still, I can still smell her house. You know, how grandma's houses have a certain smell to it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a little like yeah. an like yeah. a little addict. You know, it sounds, it sounds little mothball, like, little mothballish, little little like an addict. You know, um, grease. My you know my my, my grandma <laughs> fried a lot of stuff, so it had that nice smell of old grease. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, it was good, fantastic. And then yeah, I just I miss my grandma's smell. I know. I know. I can. I. I was thinking. I, the reason I brought this up is I was. I don't know why I was thinking about her last night, but she just popped in my mind, and I. I remember she loved President Kennedy, like a lot of uh, folks in, in her generation, and she had a. I remember um, she had a picture of him in her extra bedroom, mm. and she used to always tell, like not always, but on occasion, she would tell me. She goes. I always, I'll always remember where I was when President Kennedy was shot. And I was like, okay, Grandma, I'm eight. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you need to yeah. start telling me about presidential assassinations, but yeah. but thanks, girl. Um, but she was at this... for the update, Graham. Yeah. And the place where she was had t- been turned into a skating rink, which she thought was just sacrilege. She was just, oh, she was just always beside herself. It was called USA Skating. How, how 70s is that? <laughs> USA Skating Rink. And it used to be a store called Shoppers Fair. And oh. so we would pass it, Lex. We'd be driving in her little Datsun. Kenny, a Datsun. Uh, right on. I know. We'd in her orange Datsun. Mm-hmm. And she goes, That's, see that, that, see that horrible USA skating? And I go, Yeah. She goes, That used to be Shoppers Fair. That's where your grandmother was when Kennedy was shot. I'm like, Yeah, Grandma, I've heard the story. Oh, wow. <laughs> 4,000 times. <laughs> Those skate joints, they were the place to be in the Yes, yes in early, early 80s. 80s. Yes. Skateland, mm. Skate Town, oh. Skateville, Skateport. Skate skate. They had slush yeah. puppies. Oh, I used to oh, I used to get a slush puppy. Um, do you guys know what slush puppies are? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. The, what flavor did you like? Um, Cherry. Is yeah, there another flavor? Yeah, yeah. grape. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got the blue one. Oh, blue, blue raspberry. Seventh grade. I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. Huge deal. <laughs> I would still roller skate if. I, it, are we still doing that? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a couple girl, places around here. Mm-hmm. I told you, if you want to go into. I, I used to, yeah, like synchronized skate with my fr- girlfriend. <laughs> I loved it. Like Remember Esther Williams. Backwards and yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd go under Clunking each other's around. legs. Those things weighed about 20 pounds a piece. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved. I, I wish you, it would. You I didn't want to be the person with the little like walker, you know, with the with the tennis balls at the, the, the base. Oh, yeah. Couldn't well, skate very well. <laughs> you know, you got to start somewhere. No, I was glad they still did it. I mean, you you know, if you're not in the arena, no. you really can't say anything. But, you know, still. I always, and, and I'm giving this business, so if, I've said this before on the show, Lex, and you'll remember, so I, if I had unlimited funds or a business partner that wanted nothing to do with the business but just had sick money, I, I have a vision in my head of a skating rink that I would open up that I think would be incredibly successful. I would take like an abandoned Kmart because you would need a place that big. Ooh, yeah. I would take one of these shuttered Montgomery Wards, there's a blast from the past. I would take a venue like that and I would spend the money on a really good rink 
and then wrapped around the entire rink would be LED screens. Ooh. So, so that way you anywhere. could have well, you could have theme nights. You yeah. could, you know what I mean. I would uh, the entire well, one side you would actually like at Epcot. Yes, I I would have an LED oh gosh, screen wrapped around one side of it because obviously the other side you need to be able to escape the rink. But <laughs> I would have the entire thing in LED, a big giant wrap around LED screen where you could change thematically throughout. You know, every song you you could put on the video, you could have graphics, you could have. I think people would, it would oh modernize gosh, yes. the skating Get experience. DJs to come in. Yep. You know, one of my favorite things to do was you used to be able to rollerblade at the Metrodome. Oh, I really? I used to do that oh, all yes. the time. Oh, around, oh, so yes. smooth and, oh. oh. Is that so where you went fun. up in the up balloons? Oh, yes. Okay. Same That's spot. Yeah, where the I... twins used to play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She'd still be up there if it wasn't She's for a maintenance better. man. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn actually has her own stories about the Metrodome. If she remembers them, Dawn yeah. must. <laughs> what? No. You were there. Ozfest, was... girl. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It depends on what year it was. Yeah, I always forgot um, you, were, yeah. you, you were a roadie for Ozfest. <laughs> I worked for Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. That's the old gaming company that doesn't exist I anymore. I think you were there, because oh, I think yeah. we were at the same show. You were on the tour with Marilyn Manson, right? Yeah. Yeah, they okay. played there. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. We'd be a different place every... What What year was that, Don? that you were with Ozfest? Yep, that or was... Or Sega? Yep, that was 1999 and 2000. Oh, wow. Cool. The late nineties. <laughs> I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> I miss you. I don't think my coffee has. Do uh, I, I do actually. I don't think my coffee has espresso in it. That's all right. You can make it through, right? I think it's basically oh, no. just chocolate milk. I oh, this poor no. the poor woman. Kenny. Somebody gave you a placebo. Oh, no. no, I'm se- seriously. I think she did give me a coffee placebo Uh-oh. as I'm sitting here drinking it. I said I I did the order ahead so I could just walk in and this poor young lady. I, look, in any of you that op- that work at a restaurant, when you opening sucks, and so <laughs> yeah. does closing, right, guys? I mean, yeah. opening and closing yes. is just awful. This poor young lady, she was running around like a chicken with her head cut off, yeah, um, which is a horrible saying, but you know, whatever. Um, running around, she didn't have ice ready. She didn't have anything ready. She kept apologizing. I'm like, girl, it's just coffee. I don't care as long as I'm there by six. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Make it snappy. Uh, but I think she was running around. Yeah. But still, hurry up there, girl. I don't girl. care, but yeah. Yeah, but still. I don't care, but I do care. Hurry up. Right. Um, so, yeah, come on. I'm going to be nice for about two more minutes. But uh, <laughs> you, so get, you get two more minutes. That's so mean. <laughs> yeah, I get so I'm nice for two more minutes. So, but she's running around, bless her heart. And then, and I mean that not in a passive aggressive Paula Dean way, really, sweetheart of a, of a girl. And but I think she forgot to put the shots in because I saw it's her okay. just pour the milk in. I'm like, you know what? Who cares? It's chocolate milk. It goes with our conversation with strawberry quick and tang. And I feel like I'm eight. Wow. I yeah. You know, we, we I just will took admit, quite a journey. In this I segment. will admit. Thank you. We did. Yesterday Lex. you were a little. I was. And so it might be okay if you don't have those. Don, you're absolutely right. I'm okay coming down. I'm okay. I'm. I was at a ten was yesterday. Like, Y'all oh needed me God. at a seven. I know. Donna Valentine came in here during a commercial, and I go, "Hi, Donna." 
<laughs> she goes, calm the F down. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, anyway. Six, uh, <laughs> 612 is the time. The My Talk resource page is presented by our friends at uh, uh, AARP. My Talk keeps you informed and entertained. With a list of fun stuff and serious stuff, you can find all of that stuff at our website and just use keyword resource and things to AARP. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one seven one. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. You've got mail. A lot of people uh, talking about our roller skating conversation. Unpaid yeah. researcher Phil Jones. Writes, uh, you can still, when U.S. Bank reopens, rollerblading still happens, uh, but this time at U.S. Bank Stadium. So, oh, okay. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, pa- Panda also. Yeah, yeah okay, what did Panda say? Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. Um, in Burnsville, there's one next to Antiques, Minnesota. It's off Highway 13 oh. and like Nicollet. Yeah. That still is open. That's she crazy. Said she used to, yeah, skate there all the time in high school. There's one in Woodbury, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We've always oh. talked about going and now... We're like, oh, we should have gone. Before, yeah. I hope it survives so we can go, like the kids right. and everything. I know. You know. Oh, I'm gonna, man. I'll open mine up there's one day. Okay. Yeah, there's one in Maplewood I used to go to, too. Oh. Yeah. I want Gosh. them. It'd be so fun. fun. There's one in St. Louis Park, too, a classic one in St. Louis Park, too. Yes. Yeah. God, there's so many things now that I'm like, I should have just gone and... Yeah, that person, or why didn't oh. I just buck up and go? Yeah. I know. And now it's like crap. We can't. Mm. Yep. Coming up on six twenty one. What's this about Titanic, Don? The Titanic wreck. For the first time in one hundred and eight years uh, since it sank, uh, they are a judge in Virginia approved that there should be an expedition. Uh, to cut into it to retrieve the wireless Marconi telegraph that's in it. Um, So, you know, it's been through a court system. They've been fighting this to actually be able to do that. So the company that owns the Titanic uh, has to get a funding plan approved by the court together, but they have approved that they can go down there and get the Marconi out. If you remember from probably the movie, the operator risked his life he he sat there and until the ship sank getting messages in and out yeah um so he he's a hero he did what he could um and one of the biggest things about this is that there were so many other messages well wishing people on their voyage that they ignored the ice warnings on the mic the on the telegraph like it was just lost in a sea of so many other messages of going to the people on the ship seriously yes so they said that they could retrieve it and you can actually get it to hopefully what they're uh thinking is that they can get it to work again and put it wow i'm shocked that hasn't happened earlier or right away i guess it's in a place where you can't just get to it by diving they actually have to take robotics and cut into the side and Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Um, there's some controversy surrounding that because... Well, it's a grave site. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the the maritime... Gosh, where is it here? Uh, the people that... Protect the seas, essentially. That group are saying that people should just leave it alone, and they've been fighting this. So I guess... Well, and it must be in a place. Why and how do they think it's... And I'm not asking you, but Mm -hmm. I'm just saying... Why do they think it's preserved? It's been down there for over a hundred years. I think they can restore it. Oh, But they, I think through... They've been able to determine what's in there through sonar. Sonar. Yeah. So Mm. what they've sent before. I don't know. I wonder where it'll go, you know? Yeah, I, I'm fascinated by the Titanic, but I I, re- I also think that it is a grave site, and you should kind of just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like treasure hunters down there. And, and, and Look, if it's for a museum, that's fine, but I, I don't know. I don't like this. I, I don't like the ripping into the carcass of the of the ship. I and don't like that. They're saying that there are, just outside of that... Um, there are 300 million in missing diamonds, actually, on the oh, Titanic. No. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm, now I'm okay. Now I'm okay. Well, now we can now go back down there. But they're on. really just apparently going to get the Marconi telegraph. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then Geraldo's going to be in the next submarine. <laughs> and uh, There'll be in. something in the vault this time. But Hopefully. You, if you ever get a chance, I've said this many times, if you're in Branson, Missouri, to go to the Titanic Museum. It's fascinating. They have so many artifacts. They actually have a real menu from the night it sank. That's preserved. Oh, yeah! Wow. Uh, they have uh, all kinds of things: dishes, uh, people's personal objects. Uh, so this isn't a crap museum. This is a this not, is a actually... quality. You will love it if you do anything when you're there. I would say go to that. It's like the front of the ship is that's the outside of the entire museum. It just looks like a huge ship on the strip. I saw that uh, building in the episode of We're Here on HBO. Oh uh, yeah, when they went to okay. Branson. Yeah, Phil Jones writes. I was upset because the Titanic Museum in Branson doesn't open until June 1st, mm-hmm. a day after we leave Missouri for a family vacation. Sorry, Phil. Oh, gosh. Sorry. And then Very there's sad another story. one in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. The same family owns both. <laughs> oh. Isn't Pigeon Forge where Dollywood yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love that name. Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just so south. It, it is. is. Oh Pigeon gosh. Forge. I know. Oh, that one is. One day we'll make it there, right, guys? I know. That's another thing. We wanted yeah. to go to Dollywood. And I now. wanted to go there. Always. Amy, uh, B. Arthur. Uh, never would send us anywhere. Uh, Lori and Julia get to go every year to L.A. And Lex and I have been asking to go to Dollywood since 2008. And we've barely uh, been out they of the... Even, no, they won't we, even send you to Valley Fair. No, no, we can't. No, no, no. Nope. We can't, no. We haven't even done that. We, we haven't even... Ponderosa and Duluth. Yeah. Remember, we wanted to go there. Oh, too. that's right. Oh, yeah. We couldn't do oh, that. you could eat Buffett. No, nothing. No. <laughs> we couldn't leave the 55401, yes. Uh, 625. When we come back in three minutes... Matt Lauer rips into Ronan Farrow. Alexis has that story in three minutes. And I won't say we're taking a break, but we're taking a break and we'll be right back. <laughs> and every time-
hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. If you're an American when you enter the bathroom and you're an American when you exit, what are you when you're in there? European! <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kenny. Uh, Kenny. European, European. Oh, Lex. I'm laughing at Lex being so impressed with herself. <laughs> yeah. Really, really dumb. European. Dumb. It was so dumb. That's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. <laughs> European, everyone. That's right. Dad, I take offense at that. Oh, welcome back. I can do better. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk window 71. Uh, 632 oh. is the time. I saw this everywhere last night. Uh, Matt Lauer has reemerged from his subterranean uh, uh, fortress. What's the deal? Well, he wrote an op-ed for Mediaite, and this is also at the heels of another piece that came out uh, from the New York Times asking if Ronan Farrow is too good to be true. Ben Smith asked that. So I think that maybe Matt Lauer said, oh, Okay, there's some criticism of him, so I'm going to write this op-ed, and Mediaite published it. Basically, what he said is uh, he he calls Ronan Farrow manipulative. He calls the catch and kill uh, all of his you know, getting the information his, that it's shoddy journalism. Uh, he also slams Brooke Nevels, who is his accuser, and her false claims uh, that he says that they're false that he raped her in uh, the Sochi Olympics in 2014. Um, he, of course, was abruptly fired you know, after these allegations of sexual misconduct. He goes into detail about you know, why didn't the timing is curious. And you know, we've heard him speak out about this before, but he really goes in. Um, he says that from start to finish, Ronan was acting as Brooks' advocate and not a journalist. He had an assumption and then based all of his interviews and um, any information that he gathered from that point of view mm-hmm. um, and so he's just really uh, n- not happy of course still and then um, Ronan Farrow after he tweeted it all I'll say is that Matt Lauer is just wrong catch and kill was thoroughly reported and fact-checked and then Neville's also tweeted out Darvo which means deny attack reverse victim and offender mm. But he really goes into all the different details. You know, why is this coming out? Why did it come out when it did? He didn't really address the other seven accusers that Ronan found in his research. Um, But he is, well, yeah, just defending himself again and hoping that he'll have other people agree with him. But I just don't know if this works. I feel like it makes him more guilty. You think this makes Matt Lauer seem more guilty? I think so. Yeah, I'm reading it going, wow. I mean, I guess you can be really defensive if you feel like you didn't do it. But just the from reading Ronan's book, I mean, there it just I, I thought he did a really thorough job. Oh, he also accuses um, uh, Ronan of not talking to two of her ex-boyfriends. And I'm wondering what kind of information that would yield, if anything, yeah, to her attack. You oh, know, what is he saying? Like, what does he mean by that? Oh, he's what, uh, so the the uh, the victim of Matt. Uh, yes, Neville's. her other Neville's, her other boyfriends. That he's yeah. wondering why you didn't. So yeah, Matt's what? like, why didn't you talk to her ex boyfriends? I'm thinking, well, that wouldn't have much to do with your at- allegedly attacking her. Yeah. 
Yeah, I should say the the alleged. I don't yeah. remember to get in there, but I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Matt's claiming again, uh, I was going to write this, I think, last year, but yeah. I think he probably had a family meeting <laughs> and yeah. uh, decided against this. And now he sees potential, you know, um, sharks in the water. And it's like, okay, now, now I've I've stayed quiet long enough. I'm I'm gonna come out. So I mean, he does know. he does acknowledge, you know, we did have a sexual relationship, but that it was all consensual. Yeah, this it's it's interesting. It is a good read, not Matt's. The story is Ronan Farrow, too good to be true, from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. It is an interesting read. It, it yeah. is a it is a it does examine some of Ronan's. Um, methods and how Ronan writes and how the stories are crafted mm. and how they are presented. Um, now, is it a takedown? I don't think it's a takedown. I think it's an examination of the era we're living in and Ronan's strategies and Ronan's style and uh, and then you can decide whether you think he's, um, you know, glossing over some some issues, glossing over some potential evidence. Um, but I know because some people are considering this a takedown article of Ronan. No, I think it's a, it's an examination of a reporter. I, I, I don't mind that. I think, you know, I, it's mm-hmm. a good read, though, if you guys get a chance uh, by Ben Smith, the Matt Lauer op-ed you could probably skip. But, I mean, but. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's basically saying that Ronan abandoned common sense. There were no true fact-checking. It was salacious, deeply flawed material. Oh, yeah. it was quite a claim. Yeah, I, I don't. Ronan does fact-check. I mean, he's pretty thorough with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know about that. Speaking of uh, takedowns, so now yeah. I, I'm in episode five or six. I think it's five of the Last Dance. Um, oh yeah, uh, on ESPN about uh, the Bulls last season with Jordan and, and Pippen and uh, Rodman, and. I, then I read, because you know, now there's 8,000 articles about this, ABC had a special, like a behind-the-scenes special. But former Chicago Bulls forward Horace Grant has fired back at MJ. Um, some of the things that Jordan said in the documentary, basically, this is, this is what Horace Grant said, lie, lie, lie. Oh. If MJ had a grudge with me, let's settle this like a man, uh, Grant said in a recent interview. Let's talk about it, or we can settle it another way. Whoa. But yet and still, he goes out and puts this lie out that I was the source behind this book about um, MJ that was not real flattering. Sam and I uh, have always been friends. We're still great friends, but the sanctity of that locker room, I would never put anything personal out there. The mere fact that Sam Smith was an investigative reporter, that he had to have two sources, two to write a book, I guess. Why would MJ just point me out? It's only a grudge, man. I'm telling you, it was only a grudge, and I think he proved uh, that during the so-called documentary, when if you say something about him, he's going to cut you off. He's going to try to destroy your character. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. This is really interesting. It's the first time that we've heard anything negative, I think, ever about Michael Jordan. Well, there are other Horace Grants out there. There okay. are there are people that but but oh, yeah. but Don, it's but the perception is is exactly what you said. Um there is kind of a halo around mm-hmm. MJ. Um but sports reporters know a different story. 
Um, yes, and, yes, and um, and some of his colleagues did not receive him the way that Pippen. You know, Pippen oh, didn't mind. Yeah. yeah, Pippen didn't mind the pushing. Rodman didn't mind, even though they don't really get along. Rodman. Um, and now maybe that changes Lex in episode six through ten, but Rodman was very diplomatic about MJ. He didn't mind how tough MJ was. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that theme carries through for sure, at least with Rodman. Okay. Um, but but yeah, I mean, he was. You see, he was pretty ruthless to uh, his teammates. If he didn't feel like they were pulling their weight, he would call them out. He would try to almost humiliate them at practice. And I thought that by showing that, it showed you know, not only his competitive spirit, but also, you know, that he was not a great person to work with all the time. No. no. Um, and <laughs> I, I don't think that they hid from that. No. And Kenny, you, you've heard that. I mean, you've been in sports have, radio circles. Of, yeah, I've heard a lot of rumors about MJ behind the, the scenes, stuff that I, I probably don't, shouldn't talk about. Um, none of it really salacious and dirty are of a sexual nature. More the question that I've never had answered, and there are answers we we just haven't heard them yet, is why did Michael quit basketball and then go play baseball for a year? What was the real reason? Why did somebody at his level in basketball he dominated the basketball world, the NBA world? Why did he quit and go stink it up on a baseball field? And there's a, a lot of rumors surrounding that and. Uh, I don't know if I should address them or not because it's all hearsay and possibly, um, you know, prosecutable. If yeah. I start talking about it, I, 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 this is I when he went. This was saying. this oh, wow. was ninety three, ninety four, right, or around, around yeah, mid nineties yeah. when he left. Yeah, and, and the same thing. There, there were a lot of rumors swirling when Michael's dad was killed. Uh, down south and that it was payback for something Michael had done. Oh. Uh, it, it's well known that Michael was a huge, huge gambler, and it, it might have been something surrounding that. Um, and, and I think later on it was proved that that was not the case and that Michael's father yeah. being killed was just a standalone incident, um, and his behavior had nothing to do with that. Uh, but, yeah, there there are a lot of... Not rosy, that, yeah. Yeah, that the public doesn't know. And, and that's the case for a lot of our hero athletes, in not just in the NBA, but in uh, baseball and in football. Uh, oh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff we don't know that reporters sat on just because that was the way it was yep. back then. You wanted the mm-hmm. access. You wanted... You, know, I, mm-hmm. you, you... Including some uh, Minnesota Twins, uh, some, some real heroes, uh, yep. stuff that... We've heard and talked about, but has never seen print or been talked about on the air. Nope. You yeah. want the access. You... Well, and also, yeah, yeah p- people were more interested in their play and on the court or the field. There, yeah. were, right. you know, there wasn't any right. of the social media or any of this, let's follow right. them wherever they go kind of thing. So yeah. Right, and that's kind of the old school way of reporting, right. you know, the way it was for years and years and years in all sports, and in politics for that matter, yep. you, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and it's just recently, I think, in the last 10, 15, 20 years that things have changed. And now uh, big sports stars, politicians, etc., uh, they just don't have a private life and they can't get away with this crap anymore. Nope. 
Coming up on, and by the way, the last dance available on demand on ESPN. Uh, My Talks listener rewards in May. Summer Lake's beverage price pack, including a Yeti cooler stocked with bootleg and Luna Paloma mixes. Also gift cards to Bachman's and Lunds and Byerly's. Sign up for listener rewards on MyTalk1071.com. In three minutes, Dawn will tell you what talk show is taking a hiatus and it has nothing to do with the pandemic. We'll be back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Just look at all the corn, Mr. Owl. That's Niblet's corn to be precise. <laughs> oh, corn's corn sprout, isn't it? Niblet's corn is special. Not only picked when it's fresh and crisp, but vacuum packed with very little water. Less water than you find in cans of most corn. This helps preserve the fresh flavor and crisp. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Of corn on the cob. There's no corn like the Giants Niblets brand corn sprout. Oh gosh, I know that. Now. Oh, ho, ho. Green Giant. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey, Rocco, it's so rude. Right here, we can hear you. Mm. Niblets corn, everybody. <laughs> the preferred corn of choice of Jason and Alexis in the morning. When you're eating oh, corn, eat niblets. That's right. We love our niblets. We love our niblets. That's right. Niblets. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. Um, I hope that three minutes away, it wasn't a break. Um, we we want no. you to know we were not taking a break. No. We weren't. Dawn wasn't breaking. Alexis no. actually was on her exercise bike during that commercial. Right, yeah, Lex? broke me, yeah. It, yeah. Right? No one was taking a break Oof. in those three minutes. Uh, it is 640. <laughs> 6.40. Yeah, Can I tell you? by exercise bike, you mean pretzels and yep. brownies. That's right, Lex. That's what I mean. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> uh, Lex, you'll love it. Uh, the host, the the host beast, uh, called me yesterday to yell at me. So, um, oh no, really? What you do no, now? I know exactly. Thank you for for putting the word now in there. Um, uh, so as my talkers, we told you yesterday that I was uh, a little butthole again. Uh, B. Arthur wrote one of her famous emails um, with things that she wants all the shows to work on. Things to grow on is actually what the email is called. And she told us to stop saying the term. Um, we're going to take a break uh, when we come back to it. She doesn't want us to say take a break. She goes, because she is the, the, the listeners don't care that you're taking a break. The so, break is not for them. It's for you. And you, you don't need to tell them what Dawn said. <laughs> 
So she says this, and you know, she she spits this out every two years, and we do it, and we listen to her for about because a month. She very rarely gives us ever, any ever, type of criticism. Ever. It's fantastic. It's great. So when she does it, I have to I have to just rip on her for a month. Yeah. So uh, she said, uh, don't say take a break. So what do I do in the very first commercial break yesterday? I say, we're going to take a break. Alexis's butthole fell right off. Um, uh, She was clenched. Well, I go, did he get the email? Oh, no, I better make sure. And then then the next time you said, oh, well, they got the email. And I go, oh, okay. Yeah, I got the email. I just didn't listen to her. So, no, I actually. That scene, it reminded me of the scene from The Office. Uh, Did did you get the TP, uh, uh, the TPS report memo? (laughs) Yes. You know, where everybody kept coming (laughs) up to him. You know, did you get it? Well, I got it. And in that commercial break, our very first one, I, I really did just forget. I wasn't being a little butthole to her. So she was editing our show yesterday. <laughs> yeah, she's been helping me with that. Thank Lex, God, or I'd be here. Until Lex, she was editing. PM. She was oh editing our show, gosh. and she got to that first segment, and she picks up the phone. Now, granted, now listen to this. She had not heard the segment. Yeah. Where I t- took her email and turned it into a tirade. So she calls me, and I pick up the phone. I go, "What?" Because <laughs> I, you know, oh, I see it's no. her. I go, I go, what? And she goes, you are an a hole. She's, you're just a giant, huge a hole. And I was like, wow, good morning to you too, beast. And she goes, why do you have to be you? Why do you have to do this to me? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, I was editing your show, butthole. And she goes, and you just couldn't. You could you? You couldn't be a normal employee for four <laughs> minutes, could you? She was right off the bat. The first commercial break after I send that email, what do you say? We're going to take a break. And I, at that moment, Lex, I realized what she, and I'm on my floor laughing hysterically because I'm like, so I let her finish. I let her finish calling me every name in the book. I said, B, have, did you just stop editing to call me? And she goes, yeah. And I go, keep listening. I said, keep listening. Uh, like, it gets worse. It gets worse. I did. <laughs> oh Lex, I literally said, said, Lex, I said, it gets worse. I go, call me back. Uh, in and when you get done, so about a half hour later, I get a a, a, a gif, I get a meme of a big middle finger, and that was it. That's my last <laughs> correspondence for the for the day. But yeah, so I love you, B. Oh, she's a she's a trip. Oh Can you imagine how much this radio station would suck without if we just acquiesce to everything that management tells us to do? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say without her. I know. <laughs> Come on. Right. We're, we're, we're out of control. We're the we're the punks in the done. back of the room. We're we're the ones in the back of the classroom sassing. Yeah. We're the ones that always get sent to the principal. Oh, we're, we're the ones that I, keep it fun and I think she would be surprised if I actually listened to her for any length of time, I'm telling you. Uh, She's like, are you okay, Jay? Let me take your temperature. Uh-huh. Six six fifty four. Dawn, I got an email about this from my station. Who's mm. taking a break? Uh, Wendy Williams has taken a hiatus from her daytime talk show due to symptoms of fatigue surrounding Graves' disease. Mm. You know, she revealed uh, this in two thousand eighteen yeah. on her show. And if you don't know what Graves' disease is, it's a condition where your immune system attacks your thyroid. And um, makes you very tired. Uh, You know, she had to take six weeks off last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then in March of last year, she revealed that she had been living in a sober living house. That's a separate issue. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the stress of that and having to maintain 
that outward appearance that everything is okay probably caused her to go, you know, being diagnosed with that. I'm sure it did not help her disease no. of, of drinking. My uncle has Graves disease. Does he? Yeah, he does. And yeah. it's 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 a tricky it's a tricky thing to balance. Oh boy. And now the stress of this. Her, guys. Yeah. Um it, before I started working from home here, I would watch your show, Jason. Yeah. Then I'd watch the news. Um and, and then Wendy would come on. And after all of this started and she started broadcasting from home, she really looked like she had some serious issues going. I mean, more than just, you know, all of us being unkempt, she really looked down and depressed mm. and worn out. And she really looked like she needed some time. Yeah. She's going to take about a week, it says. I think it'll probably oh, be, it'll be longer. Yeah. It'll be longer. She, she needs to yeah. rejuvenate. Yeah. yeah. Wendy, take the time. It's just a talk has she, show. Has she been doing the show from home? Then, yeah, or she, what did, was she has been. Oh, yeah, she's been doing. She's and she's oh, hated okay. it, Lex. She's been very. <laughs> it, yeah. She doesn't like it, and it oh. is. It's 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 actually more work for her. I mean, oh, because yeah. she's she's doing everything basically. So, take your time, Wendy. You take health first. It's just a talk show. Yeah. We're in a pandemic. It doesn't mean a lot right now. Uh, we're gonna take. We'll be back in three minutes with more show right after this. Beautiful day.